0: You're listening to Podketeers.
1: Welcome to episode 222 of Podketeers. In this episode, we talk about some of the new experiences that are coming to the virtual reality experience, The Void, at Downtown Disney. Plus, we talk about some of the other things we'd like to see from them. If you have any ideas or would like to join the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitter to leave us a comment. Just search for Podketeers. We also talk about a new Mickey Mouse collection that is sure to be on many Disney fans' lists. And speaking of Mickey, we're throwing him a small birthday party. We'll be hanging out in the Disneyland picnic area from 2 to 4 p.m. on Saturday, September 22nd, 2018. I know we didn't have a lot of time to plan this one, but yes, we'll be using some of the decorations that D23 provided, and we will have cake. So come on by, take some pics with some of the Mickey props, grab some cake, and hang out for a bit. It's gonna be a really small get-together, but we always have a lot of fun hanging out with all of you in the Pocketeers fam that end up joining us. So we hope to see you guys there. If you didn't get a chance to see the unboxing video that Gavin and Melissa did at Disneyland, head on over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that bell icon for notifications on future posts while you're there. Check it out, leave a comment, and uh, make sure that you do the same for the Disney for Two YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash Disney 42 Two. That's Disney, F-O-R, and the number two. The next Team Boat Willy event is set. We will be walking in support and raising money to combat women's cancers in City of Hope's Walk for Hope on Sunday, November 4th, 2018. I'll be talking about it more in next week's episode, but information on how you can sign up to join us will be going up on teamboatwilly.com this week. So keep an eye out for more information on our social media pages. A big thank you goes out to our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their support that makes these episodes of Podcateers possible through their generous contributions via Patreon. If you would like to become a Fairy Godparent or, as they call themselves, the FGP Squad, you can do so for as little as $1 per month, but for a contribution of at least $5, you also get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. More information about joining the FGP Squad can be found at podcateers.com FGP. More info on things that we talk about in this episode can be found at podcasters.com/222. And if you want to hit us up on social media, you can find all of our personal pages over on our team page at podcasters.com/team. So, let's get this started. Here is episode 222 of Podcasters. to you. <laughs> Boo, isn't that the name of the parade, the Boo to you parade? Oh At yeah. World?
2: <laughs> Is that what it's really called?
0: Well I think Disney Waltz World, yes.
1: Yeah, the oh. Boo to you parade.
2: Everything's a little more kiddish out there it seems. You think so? I I feel like that about things know. here. I don't know, I don't feel like they don't do anything like they do in DCA <clears> over there, do they? I would say Epcot is the closest to the adultish. Yeah,
1: because they have... No, but I mean Halloween-wise.
0: Oh. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're not the right people to ask that. Yeah. Unless it's in a YouTube video. I don't know. I've never experienced it, (laughs) Gavin. (laughs) (laughs) But aren't you going this week to uh, Mickey's Halloween party?
2: It's uh, a week from Monday. Uh, (sighs) So a week from tomorrow as of this record.
1: Ooh. Fine. so next episode you'll be able to report on this is your first one right
2: no 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 i've been every year since 2012 shut up i really? am obsessed with halloween at disneyland i go and like i used to come out and make sure that on my vacations that i would overlap two mickey's parties and i would go to both of them while i was here Nice. So, oh yeah, That's I am smart. all about the Halloween party at Disneyland. It's my favorite.
1: Well then, I guess now that you're closer, <laughs> it makes it a lot easier because, and less expensive because now you don't have to worry about a flight.
2: That's true. Or a hotel. That's true. I'm only, going, <laughs> I'm only going once this year though. So, and if anybody out there hasn't gotten their tickets yet, they, you need to hop on it because most days are already sold out. Oh yeah, especially the days right around Halloween. Yeah, I think there's only a couple days that are left for with tickets that are available, and usually it's the the weekdays that are left. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're pretty excited. I've, I thought they did a really interesting schedule this year because in September they did Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then when it moves to October, they're only doing Tuesdays and Fridays until you get to that last weekend around Halloween. So I thought that was really interesting that they dropped it down to two days per week for all of October. Ah. I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah. This is our second year going, and we're surprising the kids again. Nice. They've been selecting their Halloween costumes. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're dressing up as. I think one of them might be Ant-Man. Perfect. But I think my oldest son was really lobbying to be Thanos this year.
2: Ooh. Is there a Thanos costume out there for kids? No, there
1: isn't. But he was talking (laughs) about how he could paint his face purple.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He recently – well, we all recently saw Infinity War together. They hadn't seen it. It was so – Weird watching both of them just get so into the film because sometimes they'll watch it passively, and sometimes halfway through they'll get a little bored and they'll get up, they'll start playing or something. But they were glued to the TV for Infinity War. Both of them were. Wow. I, I remember the scene, uh, when the battle in Wakanda happens, right when when T'Challa says, you know, Wakanda forever, and then like he he starts running out, the mask comes down. My mm-hmm. oldest sons are like,
2: yeah. <laughs> he just oh, like amazing. he was into
1: it at that point. He would see the the hitting and everything and then the other part that just basically lit him up was uh when Thor came down and lit everybody else up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, he lost it. He nice. absolutely lost it. So That's cool. Yeah, it was funny though that as much as he reacted to uh t'challa and to thor that he decided on thanos instead of one of those two characters right so it's really funny but i think he really likes the infinity gauntlet and i think that's <laughs> sure. why you know oh, yeah. Who I think doesn't? That's, yeah i mean if i had an infinity gauntlet that'd be rad i would just <laughs> i'd be like hmm
2: pizza snap my fingers
1: and just make pizza appear. And then half the
2: pizza in the world would disappear. Into my belly. (laughs) You
0: could always get like one of those working construction gloves, the yellow ones, and then just glue gems on them. (laughs) Oh, wow. That would be me, the poor man's version. The poor man's version. That's the ghetto
2: gauntlet. (laughs) The ghetto gauntlet. (laughs) It
0: works. (laughs) I could probably snap my fingers too.
1: (laughs) I smell a DIY YouTube video, guys. (laughs) For real. That's funny. (laughs) Are you uh, trying to make Halloween costumes on a budget? Well, boy, do we have a good one for you. The Ghetto mm-hmm. Gauntlet. <laughs> Each gem is just like a different sequin in the different colors, not even a gem. Or you use like Jolly Ranchers just... or um,
2: Starbursts. <laughs> yeah. li- lick them and stick them on. Just lick them and stick them on. Oh, my God. That would be funny. <laughs> oh, that
1: would be Amazing. great. Amazing. Well, if somebody <laughs> out there wants to create it, you have our, our permission to create the Ghetto Gauntlet.
0: And tag us. And tag I us. I want to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, give us credit. That's funny. <laughs> uh, before we continue, I know you're, you know, for Halloween, you're going to be going to the uh, Hollywood Bowl for the Nightmare Before Christmas show that they're doing. Yes. Uh, I just want to send a quick shout out to a couple of listeners. The first one is Chrissy. Her Instagram handle is Adventures in DIY Shop. She left a comment on the Instagram post for the episode and she said, listening to the show right now, I got to see The Nightmare Show at the Hollywood Bowl two years ago, and it was awesome. Not only was Danny Elfman, Katherine O'Hara, and Ken Page on the bill, but so was Paul Rubens. And nice. Danny oh. Elfman did perform Dead Man's Party afterwards with one of his Oingo Boingo bandmates. It was
2: amazing. Gavin is going to love it. There you yeah, go. I, I saw there that comment, and it got me even more excited. So thanks for sending us <laughs> <Yeah>. that comment. <laughs> also, a quick shout-out to listener Desiree, who pretty much left the
1: same comment confirming that Danny Elfman was there to perform a Dead Man's Party. She was able to confirm a lot of the things that you're hoping to see when you go see it this year, Gavin. Ah, I'm telling you, dude, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous that you're going. <laughs>
2: Uh we're we're super excited. Um, you know, Danny Elfman is one of our favorite composers and it's gonna be spectacular. I I really <laughs> can't is. wait. I'm I'm <laughs> thrilled because things like this never happened in Oklahoma City and so it's just cool to be in a place where you can have opportunities like this. Yeah. Are you sure your wife needs to go? Like I can go <laughs> to <get> her place. <laughs> Uh, barring injury. Yes. If oh. one of us goes down with an injury, we'll bring you off the bench. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So be prepared. Be ready to go All in right. the game. All right. So I'm going to be ready. Can coach. I I'm that gonna be that second ready.
0: person after Ooh. that?
2: <laughs> yeah. You'll be the next alternate, but you've already <laughs> seen it once, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Hazen's got to be the first yeah, alternate. Yeah. Put okay. me in coach. I'm ready. Put me in coach. <laughs> uh, uh, you're so sporty. Uh,
1: well, you know, sports. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> also I want to send a quick shout out to listener Kristen who on the Facebook page told us that she just recently got the game Villainous <sighs> so I was super excited about it yeah as you guys remember we recently talked about it uh, in an episode maybe about a month or so ago right when mm-hmm. the game was first yes. announced
2: yeah it was Three or four weeks ago.
1: Yeah. So in her comment, she says the art is amazing. And yes, it's a great strategy game. Some of the villains are harder than others, which is nice for when kids are playing it. But it makes you think and really plan your moves. She says that there was a couple of hours of fun for her and her husband when they played uh, right after they got it. So I was super excited to hear that. I'm glad that it does have a decent age range because... Uh, my wife wanted to get it, but, you know, we were concerned that our kids weren't really going to be able to play it. So thank you, Kristen, for leaving that comment and filling us in on uh, how fun it was to play Villainous. And if you guys have any comments on anything that you guys hear in any episode, this episode, or any of the previous ones, make sure to leave us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or uh, on Twitter. Just follow us. We're Podketeers. P O D K E T E E. Double (laughs) E R R -R S. -S. There it is. I almost forgot it. I haven't sang it in a really long time. It's been a while. Yeah. So okay. So should I do it? Should I do it over? Yeah. Just to make it right. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, I already did it. It's fine.
0: I liked it. I liked that version. It was, it was wait,
2: cool. Wait, 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 wait. When, when is game night at Kristen's? I want to make sure I, I, I have that day off.
1: Oh, no. You're not invited. Only me and <laughs> oh! Melissa are invited. Unless I'm put <laughs> in to go watch the Burton show, then you can <laughs> oh, go. Oh, <laughs> I see how it is.
2: I see how it is.
1: Uh, Ouch. Yeah. No, you know what? I really do think we're going to end up buying this game because somebody else at work mentioned it to me as well. And they said they had a lot of fun playing with it, too. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think when the five of us are able to just sit down, when work will permit us to all sit down and just (laughs) kind of hang out for a bit, uh, I think we're going to have fun playing. So uh, I think I'm just going to, you know, just uh, take it for the team. And I think I might just buy the game. So I'll keep you posted. Oh, there's so much to talk about this week and so much to plan, guys. You know, we got that Mickey's birthday party coming up next Saturday at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah. And I'm pretty excited about that. I know we didn't have a lot of time to plan this. If you're listening to this episode on launch day, which is September 19th, 2018, on September 22nd, uh, Saturday, September 22nd, 2018, we will be getting together at the Disneyland picnic area to celebrate Mickey and technically Minnie's. 90th birthday yep what's kind of funny and sad is that minnie
0: kind of gets pushed away since it's like we only think of it as mickey's birthday yeah poor thing is in the shadows
2: i agree and she like has her underwear exposed in that very first cartoon (laughs) it's like i feel really bad for minnie you know (laughs) she had a rough first cartoon yeah she had a rough start but she's been there just, just as long as Mickey, and yeah, so maybe we'll make ours a Mickey and Minnie party. I think we should. I don't
1: think that Disney parks and merchandising are the only ones that can rock the dots. Right? I think we can do our own thing, because don't they do that? <laughs> like, I think they've been doing that for the last few years now. The mm-hmm. last one was in early, like January or February, I want to say, the last time that they did rock the dots.
2: I don't remember. There's so many promotional, you know time periods throughout the year. Ah, it, That sounds right, but I can't remember. Because there was also the show your ears thing that they did. And I feel like those uh, were like yeah. back to back.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say if you're going to be coming down, rock, Mickey wear, mini ears. I'm going to be all dressed head to toe. I say do yeah. it. Yeah,
1: Represent <laughs> if you're going to be coming down. It's not going to be a lot of people. It is going to be very small. But we have cake or we will have yeah. cake. So if you want to come down, <laughs> wish Mickey Mouse a happy birthday. Take a couple of pictures with the props that if you've seen them in one of our latest YouTube videos. If you haven't, we'll put a link in the blog post for the episode, podcasterscom slash 222. Easy to remember, I think. You'll be able to see the yep. video that Gavin and Melissa were in unboxing the uh, Mickey. What was it called, Gavin? What was the official name? The Mickey Party Box? I don't have it in something front of something. it. I think it's the yeah Mickey Party Kit. Oh, the D20 the Disney D23 Mickey Mouse 90th birthday party kit. There you go. Super short name. Uh, but it was a great video they were able to highlight a lot of the awesome things that come in there and we're going to be using a lot of those things to decorate the area when we celebrate mickey and minnie's birthday on saturday so come on down we'll be posting about it on instagram twitter and on facebook hopefully you guys can make it grab a slice of cake say hello even if it's in passing come on down take a couple pictures it's going to be super fun And get some party favors too, because we have plenty of party favors. Oh, that's right. (laughs) There's like those keychains and the stuff, the tattoos. Keychains, stickers, stickers tattoos. All those stickers. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? Maybe we'll give those to the kids.
2: Yeah, of course. And some Uh, of the big kids. And some of the big kids. Everyone gets a tattoo for their forehead. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be great. (laughs) Walk into the park with a big old D23 right on your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) You're branded.
1: (laughs) 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 That'll be funny. Oh, also, since we're talking about uh, listener comments and all that stuff, a quick thank you to all of you on Instagram who were able to participate in our recent polls this last week.
0: Yeah. We posted
1: two questions. The first one was, would your name in the Haunted Mansion have a little pumpkin or a little skull next to it? And of course, if you don't know, that means were you naughty or were you nice? And how many, I I don't know if you guys
2: have seen the results. Have either one of you seen the results already?
0: I, got I, know it wa- I know what it was.
2: I know what it was when I tapped on it, and it was like eighty twenty for good. Okay, or for yeah. nice. So yeah. th- the final tally was seventy
1: eight percent pumpkin head, twenty two percent skull head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I want a pumpkin head
1: because <laughs> we have very nice listeners. We do have nice listeners, <laughs> and the other twenty two percent. That just means they want the alternate gift that comes along with it, which is a bucket of slime. Which is, you know
0: what? At least it's a gift. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. At least it's a gift. <laughs> the other oh, question okay. that we asked on Instagram was, whose wings would you prefer? Because as you guys know, they brought back the Coco area and there was two new photo ops in the Plaza de la Familia. They had Dante's wings and... Pepita's Wings, Pepita being uh, the alebrije of Mama Imelda. Did you guys see the results for this one? No, I did not. Okay. It
0: was pretty close. It was
1: pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, though, Pepita's Wings won 59% to 41%.
2: Yes.
1: I mean, they're just so regal. I feel like if I really had wings, I would need Pepita's wings to really support yeah. me and to really get some air because I feel like, you know, that scene where Dante's flying for the first time and he's just like, whoop, and then he just like falls, right? right? I feel like if I had wings that small, that would be me. I'd be like bumping my butt on the floor half the time if the wings couldn't support me.
0: I got suckered in because I really liked how colorful oh, they're so good. and mismatched
2: Yeah. <laughs> They did a good job of really bringing that uh, yeah cocoa color palette to life with those wings. Yeah. So fantastic!
1: Uh, Have you seen the Dante that's
2: right outside the Ofrenda area?
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's just got his yeah. stu- like his tongue sticking out and stuff. It's just yeah, it, he's amazing. It just it looks like he's right out of the film. And I know. Yeah. And for some reason, I feel that because they were already 3D animated to begin with, it's like a hop, skip, and a jump to pull a model and just do a giant 3D print of it. Right. So that it's exactly the same. You don't even have to re-sculpt it. So
2: I need one of those.
1: (laughs) Bottom line is, I I
2: need one of those. The problem is is that that one's not very near an exit, so you can't really just grab it and bolt. (laughs) Not to make another Disney dog pun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. Well, uh, since we're going to be celebrating Mickey's birthday, there's going to be a new collection of Mickey shorts that are going to be available soon. Gavin, do you want to fill us in on this new collection?
2: Yeah, this is coinciding with all of the Mickey merchandise and events that are going to be happening in celebration of his 90th anniversary. Which they're they're all very careful to say that it's his anniversary as opposed to birthday. I guess that's because when he debuted, he wasn't like being born. He was already fully grown. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that would make but sense. The product that I am most excited about amongst all of the merchandise is a new collection of 13 Mickey Mouse shorts that apparently nice. are currently unavailable or previously unreleased on home media. So I will be definitely purchasing that and can't wait to see it. You know, we mentioned before when we talked about the the television special that's going to happen on ABC, that they are going to be debuting a Mickey Mouse cartoon that had yet to be seen. So I'm hopeful that maybe that one will be a part of this collection. I'm not sure yet, but we'll see. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, that's that's my number one Mickey's 90th anniversary item on my list. I have a
1: listing of the names of the shorts that are going to be included, but I think they've all been
2: released already. So I don't know if this is going to be like a special feature, like,
1: surprise, you got this new short.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I have not seen any indication of the name of the short for the TV show, the live show. So it it may not be a part of it Yeah, that may be i could actually see them releasing that special on dvd maybe like a limited run so maybe they'll include it as a part of that oh maybe you know because it's kind of a big deal and they i don't did they do something like this like for his 75th or his 80th birthday do you guys remember i don't remember seeing anything like this before I don't think it was this big of a deal for the 80th. But for the
1: 75th, I think it was a a pretty big deal.
2: Yeah,
0: I wouldn't remember.
1: That's why it's so weird that they're making such a big deal for the 90th right now. The only thing that I can think of is that I think mickey's copyright runs out in a couple of years yeah so you know how uh, i'm seeing your faces you guys are like I- i'm confused what is happening so uh, <laughs> this can turn into an entirely you know whole segment on another podcast and we'll talk about it right. you know, in a future episode sure. but just to give you the tldr about it um when mickey mouse first was released Uh, Copyright laws only allowed you to have something as your property for X amount of years. And when it was reaching that time frame, the Disney company really lobbied to extend the copyright years that you could hold on to your property because they were making a bunch of money off of Mickey Mouse. And so right. Michael Eisner was the last one to lobby for it, and I think they extended it through, I, I don't remember if it's 2021 or 22 or something like that, but uh, I'm sure that at some point Disney's going to go back and lobby for an extension again of copyright, otherwise Mickey Mouse would fall into the public domain. And so it was just kind of this refresh of the copyright laws where they kept saying, if you had a copyright from this year to this year, your copyright is extended. And, I mean, honestly, it's in the best interest of all these companies that own characters, like even Warner Brothers, right? Or DreamWorks, all these other characters. They will help Disney lobby for this because they would lose the copyrights of all of their characters as well. So uh, it's kind of strange how disney has really molded copyright laws in the past you know 80 years or so mm-hmm. but yeah it's going to be interesting when that comes up again because i i i don't know the exact date but i know it's really soon that that's going to be happening again but wow the point is maybe it has something to do with that maybe it's just a really nice well-rounded year <laughs> that they're using
2: well it kind of falls on a spot like the 60th is Of Disneyland is well behind us you know the there's not a lot of major milestones that they're looking forward to domestically anyway I know that in Tokyo they're doing the big 35th celebrations this year Um, and there are some other world resorts that have things coming up but we're kind of in this zone where there's no major um, anniversaries that I can think of so it might be that it's just the biggest thing going right now
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, we're getting to enjoy, you know, what's happening, too, because there's so many Mickey Mouse-themed things that are coming out because of this anniversary that, I mean, look, we got a free D23 kit to throw him a party. Heck, yeah. Right.
2: So there you go. (laughs) And the fact that
0: we're able to see all this stuff is awesome. Yeah.
2: Right. I don't know that it's free. I mean, the price of membership is not cheap. (laughs) That's true. That
1: (laughs) is true. I mean, it probably costs them pennies, you know, to put that together since they buy them in bulk compared to what you're paying for your membership. But, I mean, the D23 membership has so many other perks to it. If you really take advantage of a lot. But there also is price tags associated with all those other perks. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. eh, you know, give a little, take a little. (laughs) Yeah. And by take a little, I mean take a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, so for anybody that's interested in this collection of shorts that's going to be coming out soon the uh, titles that are going to be included are Steamboat Willie Playing Crazy, On Ice Playful Pluto, Through the Mirror The Band Concert, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Mickey and the Beanstalk Hawaiian Holiday Nifty 90s, Brave Little Taylor and Mickey and the Seal
0: I'm excited!
2: Wow, that's like a greatest <laughs> hits right there. It like is. Yeah. Brave Little Taylor is my absolute favorite Mickey cartoon. Yeah. But through the, what is it? Through the mirror? Through the mirror. I, oh, love, I love that through one Through the too. mirror. It's so good. Yeah. So cool.
1: The only one that I don't remember seeing, I know I, it seems just super familiar, but I don't remember it like all the way through in my head is Hawaiian Holiday. Oh, oh you'll remember it. That's the
2: one with uh, Minnie doing the little hula. She's so adorable. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, you gotcha. know it. Okay, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but through the mirror, though, s- like seriously, my favorite, I love the cards mm-hmm. because I've always been into card magic. That's like my favorite of scene of the whole thing. Of so, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very cool. Uh Yeah, in case you guys are interested, we'll have um, a listing of all of the shorts that are going to be appearing in that collection in the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 222. And once Amazon has a link, if you guys want to help us out, you can go to that blog post click on it. It'll take you to Amazon using our special link. And if you buy the collection or anything else during that trip on Amazon, we'll get a small commission from them as a thank you for mentioning them on the podcast. You'll be helping us out and you'll be uh, supporting the podcast with just a couple of clicks and the purchase that you were probably going to make anyway. And so for all of you that are already going through that process, starting off your Amazon purchases by going to podcasters.com/ slash Amazon. Thank you guys for that added support. You guys rock
2: totally okay so interestingly kind of a side note but right around the same time that they're releasing the mickey mouse shorts collection is the time that the third volume of pixar shorts is about to be released (gasps) that is also
1: yes
2: right that's super exciting (laughs) as well i love that they finally decided to put all those out on uh home media a couple years ago and i own volumes one and two and and i frequently watch them they're fantastic so Word. they've they've built up enough new ones that they can finally release volume 3 and i'm totally excited uh, i let me run down the list of shorts so that everybody can be up to speed on what's going to be included here so we've got party source rex the yeah. legend the legend of mordue <laughs> the oh, blue um- what yeah
1: can, can we just can can i just throw it out there that i completely sure. forgot that that was a pixar
2: short I did, too, actually. I forgot about that <laughs> one. Uh, the Blue Umbrella, which I think is one of their most experimental and cool oh, ones they ever yes. did. I love it. Tales from Radiator Springs obviously has a place in my heart.
0: Of course. Why, yeah. uh, Gavin? <laughs> Why? Because Why? <laughs> I, <'cause> I love <laughs> me some cars.
1: Do ya? you? They uh, love here's me the, the cars.
2: Yeah. Here's the one I totally forgot about, which is Party Central. Do you guys remember that one?
1: Yeah, that was the... Um... The Monsters University short.
2: I, I totally had, forgot, too. Yeah, I forgot about that one completely. The next one I'm really excited about is Sanjay's Super Team. Yes. Yeah. That one was awesome. I really liked that one. It's got Riley's First Date, which was really fun.
0: Oh, that one's sweet.
1: Wait, don't you, don't uh, make sure that you read it correctly. It is a question.
2: Riley's first date? Exactly.
1: There you go. There go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
2: <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, amazing Piper. Oh, which yes. Everybody Literally fell in stunning. love with that one. Yeah, really good. And then we've got Lou and Bao. Oh, and
1: yeah.
2: Bao. Bao was so great. Oh, <laughs> so good.
1: Uh, I, I don't know
2: if we talked about Lou on, on our show or not, but did you guys like Lou?
1: Uh, I like the message behind Lou.
2: I did too. I thought the I thought that was one of their kind of weaker ones, though. Yeah, personally, I,
1: I did too. Uh, it I didn't think really the, jump out for me. Yeah, I think the message behind it was really good and really sure. important for kids and and most adults. <laughs> but it, it wasn't one of the ones that I think I'll be playing over and over. Like I think mm-hmm. Piper, you know, is just like I said, it's visually stunning and like yeah. the blue umbrella it's just so beautifully done with mm-hmm. how the, the umbrellas fall in love and everything. And I mean, just Pixar just has this way of giving inanimate objects, this life yeah. that uh-huh. I, I haven't seen anybody else do. And right. when they've tried, they failed. And right. then they even went a step farther and made these objects delicious. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Belle fans out there.
2: Well we're gonna be able to Sorry. try that. Too at, uh, soon? Tropical Too soon? Tropical hideaway. Soon. Three versions. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, like for real. Like, I, I just want that place to open. Heck yeah.
0: So. It's ah. kinda weird. We're thinking about this cartoon but we're like, we can't wait to eat this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want oh, to man. eat your head. <laughs> <laughs> little bow uh, oh, uh, yeah dear. that's horrible you don't want to eat your children That's <laughs> we don't endorse that podcateers does not endorse you eating your little bow children no matter how tasty that bow might be
0: with soy sauce
1: <laughs> with soy sauce <laughs> do not eat your bow in anger it will only make you feel sad <laughs> eat it in happiness <laughs> oh. oh oh man, man. Uh you know it's funny I'm I'm really looking forward to uh that whole um um what is it called tropical hideaway Tropical Hideaway Yeah oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the whole tropical hideaway thing but I was a little sad to hear that you know Trader Sam's and Tangaroa Terrace are going to be closing because you know that's been prime hang hangout Yeah you know for a lot of stuff and I mean not that it's closing for a really long time, right? It's going to be opening back up in January. Oh, yeah. But it is going to be changing a little bit. I, I guess mm-hmm. they're going to be adding some a new outdoor bar to kind of coincide with the area. I don't exactly know. I haven't seen plans for what they're going to be doing exactly. But I know that Tangaroa Terrace and Whitewater Snacks, two of my favorite places on the Disneyland Resort, are going to be closing. Yes. Uh, I think I've talked about Whitewater Snacks in the past that I've said that as you just leave uh, California Adventure, it's right at the exit that leads you into the Grand Californian. And as you uh, cross that pathway, right before you get to the pool, if you hang a right, you're going to see the the Hearthstone Lounge. But if you go over to the left-hand side, that's where Whitewater Snacks is. And they have some of the best food at the best prices and the best portions. Like and it is the, the best, best AC. Yes, it's like the best bang for your buck if you just want it like a quiet place to eat uh, mm-hmm. on a resort. That carnitas guacamole burger that they have ah oh, to die for, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like twelve bucks with fries compared to some of the other stuff you can get around the park. You know, for like eight or nine bucks, super tasty. I'm sad that it's going to be closing for a while, but I'm glad that it's getting kind of a new area. I think the new area is going to be connected to the pool itself because they're going to try to make oh. it a more upscale experience for the people that are staying at the grand Californian. As far as uh Tangaroa terrace, I don't know uh, a lot about what they're going to do to that one, except that they're going to be adding the bar outside to it. I hope they make the experience in the bar outside as cool as the experience in uh, of the bar inside because if you've never had a chance to see it it's this kind of magical experience that's very reminiscent of the tiki room you know the it's very connected I mean when when the Disneyland Resort went through its uh, renovation phase uh, back in 2010 the Disneyland Resort announced that they were going to be getting this whole new eating area that was inspired by the Tahitian Terrace in Adventureland, which most of you know uh, was around from like the 60s to early 90s. And uh, that's the area that we're going to be getting back as a tropical hideaway where we're going to be enjoying our little bow children. And uh, <laughs> when when they announced the renovation of the hotel in the spring of 2010, the next year, uh, 2011, is when Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's Bar opened for the very first time. That's when they redesigned the hotel to have this very nostalgic, you know, view of the 50s when they added the, the monorail slide and they had the old school Disneyland sign and all that stuff out there. And it was cool because, you know, Tiki culture is very rich in Southern yeah. California, you know, there's a lot of really iconic tiki locations. One of the most famous was here in Huntington Beach, with which unfortunately closed back in April of this year. Yeah. It was um, Don the Beachcomber. But, I mean, there's so many others. Like, up in Emeryville, you have Trader Vic's, you know, which is super popular. And I know a lot of the people from Pixar tend to go there a lot. But, yeah, I, I know we can have this whole conversation about... Tiki and how it's inspired stuff at Disneyland and everything in an upcoming episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the tie in is obviously that Tangaroa Terrace is named after Tangaroa, you know, the father of all gods and goddesses, uh, right outside Mm -hmm. of the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh, In case you guys are wondering which one of the gods it is, it's the tree that's directly, (laughs) yeah, directly to the right of the entrance with those. What are those flowers called? They're like big buttercup bell. Yeah. Buttercup flowers, or whatever they're called. The point is, that's Tangaroa. Yeah, I mean, there's so much history with it. Maybe we'll do an episode
2: on just that one day. I think yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I have some questions. Sure. Yes. So I've never actually been inside Trader Sam's Tiki Bar. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. In the way that you're talking about this, and I understand that they share a building, but to me, that's two separate restaurants, right? You got Trader Sam's and you've got Tangaroa Terrace.
1: They are, yes.
2: And I've never been in Trader Sam's because every time I've tried to go, the wait time was prohibitive and I've just never been able to get in there. Uh, So is it your understanding that they're expanding the whole location or are they kind of separating the two with this renovation?
1: So, from what I've read, it sounds like they're basically going to extend the bar in the opposite direction. So, right now... When
2: you say the bar, do you mean the Trader Sam's bar? The Trader
1: Sam's bar, yeah. So, the way that the building is currently structured is when you enter... uh, I, I don't know the directionals of how it's set up right now, but if you enter in front of the tomorrowland tower i want to say that's the entrance to trader sam's but right. if you Where enter close south as, okay south so right. if you enter on the side of the adventureland tower then you're technically entering tangaroa terrace and right. yes. the thing that separates that's on the, the west. two right so the thing that separates the two is the kitchen And if you enter Trader Sam's, what you primarily see is a big bar and very limited seating inside. Right. But there's almost 2000 like tiki ornaments and relics. Um, One of my favorite Easter eggs, by the way, in on the wall somewhere is this picture of Trader Sam with uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. If you want to go looking for it, it's a cool Easter egg. Go check it out. Um, but then the kitchen <laughs> is right behind the bar because you can get appetizers and stuff. And then on the opposite side of the kitchen is all of Tangaroa Terrace. And they have their own menu, but you can't get the mm-hmm. drinks on that side. Right. And right. because of how packed it gets, I think they're extending the bar to the opposite side. And I think it's all just going to be one one giant restaurant. I don't know <laughs> if that's a word, but if it's it a- not... There it is. That's a brand new word invented by me right now, Barstaurant.
0: You heard it here. (laughs) Got
2: it. Got it. But But, okay, so with that in mind, it it sounds like they're expanding Trader Sam's up there, and then are they going to build a new Tangaroa Terrace somewhere nearby? No,
1: I think it's all going to be part of the the same venue now. I think when it reopens, yeah, when it reopens, it's going to be called... um,
0: Something Bar and Grill, uh, right?
1: Something Bar and Grill, yeah. Um, It's Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. um,
2: And Shrunken Head Grill. And
1: Shrunken Head Grill, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know exactly. I could put it in the blog post for the episode, but... Yeah, it's, it's something like what Melissa said. It's something Tiki. It's either Trader Sam's or Trader Sam's Tiki Bar and Grill or something like that. Uh, but when it reopens, you know, I think the entire venue is just going to be one instead of Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's on the opposite side. It's just going to be one giant thing, one giant barstaurant.
2: And when does it close?
1: Uh, it's closed now. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe I could go and see it before they renovate it. Uh, the 4th is when they closed it. Oh, oh. yeah, they closed it on Dang. the fourth and it reopens January.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: so January. So Podcateers are gonna have a new place to hang out and I think shortly after I think we're gonna have to christen it by having a small little meetup there. So anybody that wants yeah. to join us wants the new area formerly known as Tangaro Terrace reopens at the Disneyland Hotel you're welcome to join us for some drinks and uh, I hope they bring back the poke because the poke was delicious
2: what is poke Uh, raw fish oh delicious yeah I've seen poke places around here we didn't have that in Oklahoma so I never knew what poke was ah yes it's a bowl of
1: some kind of rice or some kind of veggie and
0: I would say it's like Sushi in a bowl.
1: Yeah. Nice. Not the way that they serve it there. They serve it with chips so you can kind of scoop it and it's got, Hmm. uh, I I think it had guacamole with it. I don't remember exactly, but it was super delicious. I had it the day that uh, that's where we recorded Brian Crosby's episode. Oh, when yeah. I got, when I had a chance to sit down with Brian Crosby. If you guys haven't had a chance to check out that episode, super cool episode, guys. Go back and check it out. Pocketeers.com slash uh, 182. Brian Crosby is the creative director for Marvel-themed entertainment, and he used to work at WDI, and it was just a super cool talk, just getting a chance to talk to him, how he got started in the industry, how he started working for Imagineering, then he went on to work for Marvel. Uh, super cool talk, so if you have a chance, go back and check out that episode. But yeah, I had the Poke that day and it was delicious. It was like 13 bucks and for 13 bucks, I thought, dude, I need like three times as much as on this plate. but super delicious. If you're nice. going for quality over quantity at the resort, that is one of those quant- uh, quality over quantity plates. Whitewater snacks, they're burgers quality equals quantity i'm just saying
2: <laughs> equals mm-hmm. equals so i'm just gonna leave that so there. so they're the same is that what? You yes
1: mean? they are the same you get it's bang for your buck dude it is that's what i'm saying whitewater snacks man my favorite place to eat on the resort wow no joke my favorite place to eat on the resort and that's saying a lot and he's been I to club love 33 love and, well, I mean, look, I've only had drinks at Club 33 in the uh, salon. I've never actually eaten at Club 33. So I can't really vouch for the food there. But I do love me some plaza chicken. Yes. <laughs> so you know that. knowing that, and by the way, can I just tell you, I had the Flo's chicken. I knew was this it? was going to come out. I had the Flo's chicken the other day. Dang, it was dry. It was not good. Oh no. I think when Disney for Two had it, I think there's uh, because it was such a new product, like uh, it just seems like it was tastier cuz they're like, "Hey, buy this chicken, buy this chicken." But honestly, when I got mine, I don't know if it was because it, it, it's just being made so much or what the case was, but it tasted like it was sitting under a lamp for an hour before they gave me my plate. And I mean, we did the mobile ordering and stuff. So we literally on our way to flows, my wife placed the order. And by the time we sat down, she checked in as we were walking in. We went and we found a spot. She walked over to the counter, picked up our food and walked back with it. I mean, it had to have been made. Right. How long it was sitting there before that, I don't know. But she had the ribs and her ribs looked delicious. And I saw her <laughs> eating those ribs like it was like the best barbecue she's had in like weeks. I mean, it probably was because we haven't had a barbecue in weeks. But <laughs> I kind of regret not getting the ribs when she recommended them because the chicken that I had that day was not that good. I was disappointed. Mm. I want the
2: Disney for two chicken because theirs seemed juicier. Is it possible that all of the fried chicken in DCA is made at the Poultry Palace and they just run a plate over to oh. flows when one is ordered.
1: Oh, dude, you know what? It's <laughs> funny that
2: you mentioned that because now that you're saying
1: it, it seemed very much like the poultry palace chicken that we had. Uh, maybe they're just trying to oh. save a little money. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what? I don't, I'm, we're starting the rumor. We're starting the rumor.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, we're that, we're that show now.
0: (laughs) You guys are, I haven't had the chicken.
2: (laughs) I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, At either, at either place. I'm,
1: I'm not going to turn you off to it. I don't want what I said to turn you off to trying it because I feel like maybe your experience is going to be different. Now, if you guys have it and you have a similar experience Maybe the way that they're making it now or maybe the whole mobile ordering thing is playing a part in it where it doesn't taste as good as ordering it fresh. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I don't think I would want to get it again. But I it sounds contradictory. I don't want that to turn you off from trying it.
2: Well you you never know. You you could have just gotten one that was prepared badly, you know? It, yeah. It's, right. There are humans involved here, and there's going right. to be some inconsistencies in preparation. Right. Just be thankful you didn't get a metal washer in it. Aww. Oh, for real, dude. For <laughs> real. That's why I
1: didn't get the tuna sandwich. Right. That's why I didn't get it. If you guys don't know about that, uh, VJ had gone to Flo's, and he had one of the tuna sandwiches the week that they debuted this new menu. And he had a slight problem. It's one of the Disney for Two vlogs. If you guys want to go check that out, ouch, ouch <laughs> is all I'm going to say. Hey, did you guys see the the um, trailer for this animated short called Hilda? This is totally not Disney, but I just I wanted to bring it up uh, because it just it reminds me of something very
2: particular, <laughs>
1: and I was wondering if you guys were reminded of the same thing if you guys saw the trailer. Yes,
2: Yes, we saw the trailer, and I'm sure it scratched that little Gravity Falls itch for you, Hazen.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, it did. (laughs) Yes, it did.
2: It looks amazing. (laughs)
1: So by the time that this episode releases, I think it's just going to be a few days away. Season one of Hilda Mm -hmm. comes to Netflix on September 21st, and man... As soon as I saw it, I thought, dude, this has has Alex Hirsch written all over it. It does. It doesn't. It was created (laughs) by somebody named Luke
2: Pearson.
0: It is so familiar.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it
2: it (laughs) probably speaks to his influence because, you know, Gravity Falls wasn't the most commercially successful show of all time. But it has this cult following and it Mm -hmm. has this huge avid Avid following amongst artists and animators and animation directors, like they love that show, and so I'm sure it's hugely influential within that industry. So I'm not surprised that we have lookalikes starting to pop up.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean it is unca- when I first saw it, just the way that it's framed, the animation style, and the way that they bring you into the scene, the the way mm-hmm. that the characters are drawn. The I mean, look, the description of the show says fearless, free spirited Hilda finds new friends, adventure and magical creatures when she leaves her enchanted forest home and journeys to the city. So there's already magic involved and there's Mm -hmm, already like a forest involved. And Mm -hmm. I know that you're going to be thinking to yourself, well, Hazen, those I mean, those are two things that exist in nature. You can find that (laughs) anywhere, okay? A forest, please. But I'm serious. Like, the trailer for Hilda absolutely looks like it was Gravity Falls inspired, like Gavin said. If you guys haven't checked it out, again, blog post for the episode, Pocketeers.com slash 222. I know it's not Disney, but it looks super cool. I can't wait until it comes out. I know that I'm going to be binging it as soon as uh, it comes out, and... I don't know. Maybe Gavin and I can sit down and talk about it. Melissa, if you want to join us, maybe we'll do a, a special episode or something. Since yeah. it's not Disney related. I mean.
2: It's uh, fine. Well, maybe, our, <laughs> maybe our fairy godparents will be interested in it and we can give them a, a special treat. Yeah. There
0: you go. I think so. I think that'd be cool. I was going to say the color palette for Hilda is actually really beautiful too.
2: It's gorgeous. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really gorgeous. Uh, it, It's it's very similar to gravity falls like we said it's a it's a little bit more muted yeah which yeah you know, makes it kind of it gives it kind of a warmth and uh yeah it, artistically it's it's eye candy for me and i i can't wait to watch it
1: when you saw it did you get a little bit of a feel that it seemed like a french cartoon to you
2: yes definitely
1: okay. yeah that's kind of how i felt too uh there mm-hmm. was just something about how the characters were drawn uh, and the warmth that you were speaking of from the color palette, Melissa, yeah. that just mm-hmm. made it feel like it was like a, you know, like a, a French cartoon or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as far as I know, it came from a comic book or like a graphic novel. Yeah. Um, you know, of the same name. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we'll know a little bit more about how it's going to break down. It's a 13 episode run. So, nice. Yeah. Just perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But it is a season that. one, so I I hope that it is successful. Good luck to Luke Pearson and the team that's that's behind it. Because as far as the trailer is concerned, it looks good. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, pfft, so much Disney news. Oh my God! Can we talk about the void? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can we talk about the void? Because oh my God. You know, we've talked a lot about the void experience at Downtown Disney and some of the stuff that they're putting on and you know, we figured, oh, well, maybe they should do this, maybe they should do that. And I'm pretty sure that we talked about them doing some kind of Marvel thing. And <laughs> lo and behold, oh, this last week, uh we read an announcement that the Void is going to be bringing us two exclusive experiences starting this fall. The first one will coincide with Ralph Breaks the Internet. And the next yeah. one will be coming next spring. Uh, that's going to be tied to, uh, we don't know what movie, but a Marvel film next spring. I wonder which one. Wink, wink, Avengers 4. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, Or Captain Marvel. We don't know. Wink, wink. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Uh,
2: uh, Yeah. We we don't know either. We don't know. Uh,
1: But I'm super excited because, uh, one, uh, this is exactly what we had talked about, you know, that the Void is one of those experiences that it's, uh, aside from creating the 3D itself and all of the, the animations and the story behind it, it is something that you can refresh to have people coming back to. I wonder if this is the first step of, you know, them bringing it into
2: Tomorrowland. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. I I hope it is. I really do.
0: One word. Tron. Uh-huh. That's that's the only thing I could think of. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> I, I'm I'm dead. You just
1: killed me. I'm dead.
2: <laughs> do you think
1: Tron is one of those properties though? I mean, look. I think Tron in VR would just be such an amazing experience, right? Yeah. The graphics would look super cool. The experience just calls for it. It is it is catered to the audience of Tron. But do you think that without a film coming out to support that, Disney would pull the trigger on doing a Tron theme experience with the Void? I Hazen, think so. Hazen. I then think so. Then we
2: just put out Tron 3. Let's just do it <laughs> 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 problem I mean, there's solved a huge huge
0: <laughs> following, and like I said, what they did for electronica, I mean that was huge crowds. There's a lot of love, so why not?
2: I think there is i think I think right now here here's what I see. I see them. Still in the process of selling the idea of these void experiences, you know, especially at the price tag. You know, you have to convince enough people that this is an awesome thing that they want to do. You know, I'm convinced. I just haven't done it yet. You know, I haven't had the time or, you know, felt like I wanted to spend the money on it. Although now I'm feeling pressured to do so as uh, Star Wars is about to be gone. But, you know, once they get it to a point where people are clamoring for it and there's like a constant line out the door, then it doesn't matter really. If there's a movie release, they could do classic things like Tron, uh, you know, or other movies that might fit the bill and it would still be popular. Cause it's more about the experience, like what you get to do in there than Oh, I'm excited about this brand new movie. You know, like I think they could have done this with, um, Wreck-It Ralph, and it would be hugely popular, regardless of Wreck-It Ralph 2. I really do. Or, you know, if they could have done an Incredibles one, you know, and...
1: <gasps> oh, man, the Incredibles one would have been that would super be cool. right? Fighting crime next to the Incredibles? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jack-Jack.
2: Pew-pew. <laughs> <laughs> Pew-pew. <laughs> oh, that would I mean, be so cool. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I think... I think i would be sold on it no matter what like i want to do it i really want to do the star wars one i don't know if i'll get to it before it closes but now knowing that they're going to be renewing them and now knowing kind of the timetable in which they're going to renew them i'm definitely going to try and hop on these sooner and make sure that i get my experience because i don't want to miss out i will have fomo and it will not be good yeah, I think of the entire
1: group, I think VJ is the only one that's had a chance to do the Star yeah. Wars one. And yeah. mm-hmm. believe it or not, we planned on going yesterday. <gasps> and Aww. we were unable Aww. to go because, you know, I, I told you guys before we started recording, I wasn't feeling all that well yesterday. Uh, we still do plan on going. And if I'm unable to make plans with the group that we were originally going to go with, Gavin, let me know and we'll try to plan something out because just like you, I am Melissa. Yeah, I mean. I'm pointing
0: at myself. I'm like, hey, me too. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I just want to do it. I'm like you, Gavin. I'm going to fear missing out on this one, especially if this one's going to coincide with Ralph, which is coming out in November. So we only Mm -hmm. have a couple months and some of the reservations run out super quick. Like we tried to get the reservation for this Saturday several weeks ago and just mm. to find a time i mean it wasn't absolutely difficult but i think now with this announcement it's going to be harder to get a, a reservation let's sure. make it right now. you know what let's do it for november let's do well before november let's start before no november, no
0: but so. i mean for when they change
1: oh yes that yeah i think we maybe we could do them. Uh, we can't do them on the same weekend but maybe like within a two week span it's one of those things, though, that you wish you could vlog, but because you can't really record anything around you because all you would see are gray walls and darkness yeah. because everything is happening inside of the goggles and inside of the helmet that you're wearing. You know, it's just one of those experiences where you vlog at downtown Disney. It's like, guys, I'm going in. And then <laughs> half an hour later, guys, I'm out. <laughs>
2: It's like if you filmed inside, it would be like the uh, ride-through videos of Space Mountain with the lights on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, this is just a roller coaster. This is nothing.
1: Boring. Boring. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, to what you guys were saying, I guess Tron is one of those properties that is still fairly popular because if it wasn't, you know, Shanghai wouldn't have the coaster. They wouldn't have announced right. the coaster at Walt Disney World. So there obviously is a following for Tron. I'm just wondering if they would bring it to the Disneyland Resort. Like yes, Walt please. Disney World <laughs> is one of those places that it's so tourist-based that it makes sense for them to have something that's at Shanghai to try to get the people to come there that can't go to Shanghai or aren't willing Mm -hmm. to spend the money to go to Shanghai. Of the two resorts, I mean, Disneyland Anaheim is, you know, the park that Walt built. There is the nostalgic feeling and stuff, but we do have the space restriction and there is less of a possibility of them bringing something big like the Tron Coaster to here, to Tomorrowland. But this void thing, I mean- It could work. I mean, what are they gonna do with the Star Tour space? you've got that theater. you do i mean i don't know how (laughs) big of a venue they need but hello interventions Uh, yes you have the entire top floor still available you have the launch bay on the bottom why not use the top for the void experiences you're welcome imagineering (laughs) <laughs> it's like pick your vr experience and then like you select one of the four doors and one of them is the incredibles one is wreck it ralph one is also star wars and ah so many possibilities
2: ah so yeah good. it's it's a neat neat concept and i think we're, we're just going to see more and more development of it and yeah you know, more vr is going to be injected into attractions and yeah i think the possibilities are are limitless with that technology yeah
1: the void is one of those companies that i've just been rooting for for a really long time oh yeah i remember when i first heard about it the the co-founder his name was uh i can never say his last name it's like kent brent schneider or something like that they wanted to build attractions in ohio or i'm sorry um in utah utah yeah yeah and uh, they they wanted to do this like virtual reality theme park and i remember thinking like man that would just be super cool i would love to see an entire vr theme park uh we've already seen kind of the vr coaster you know that magic mountain put out i don't know if, if anybody out there has had a chance to write it But I think it's cool that you're beginning to implement that type of technology into these other experiences to kind of plus what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. I remember back in, uh, I want to say in, in 2016, The Void was one of the two companies that was part of the Disney Accelerator program. And the Disney Accelerator program is just this initiative that Disney puts together every year where they allow these other businesses to work with Imagineering and uh, like work on these products and services that can not only help this company build themselves, but can help Disney at the same time. The Void was one of those companies and the other one of the two was Epic Games, who we recently talked about when we talked about Baymax Dreams. Epic Games is the company that put together the Unreal Engine platform that Baymax Dreams was is mm-hmm. currently using for that live VR experience. So Epic Games is another one of those companies that I'm just thinking like, man, these guys, geniuses, I love what they're doing. And now Disney is benefiting from their technology. And as Disney fans, we're going to get to benefit from all of that because we get a chance to experience all these cool new things and be a part of of these series and animations and cartoons and movies that we love so much
0: i have an idea since you know we're coming up on the season where there's halloween mazes what if we took that vr experience take it to dca stage 17 Ah. and instead they could make that and take that into the halloween level i think that'd be so much fun
2: yes so so, let me picture this. Are you saying it's like a Halloween maze, but it's VR, right?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: So, is it AR or is it VR? So, like, are you physically actually going through a maze or is it just going to look like you're going through a maze?
0: It'll look like, but it's not.
2: Okay. Okay. Oh, but wait. Oh, but there's more. I think <laughs> I think
1: you can mix the two, though, Gavin, because, Okay. Um, I mean, as you know there are elements of VR where you can interact with physical items. So Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. if you're in a gray room with a couple of items, and when you pick things up, you use those items to solve things in the VR space?
2: Ooh, okay. Okay. Ah, (laughs) Yes,
1: take that, Universal. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. <laughs> All right. What we... would what
2: would the theme of your Halloween maze at DCA be, Melissa?
0: Oh, the bayou with the with, uh, facility.
2: That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. I, I like, like it. I like that. I mean,
1: I, I kind of want to steal a, a page out of Hong Kong's book and do the Mad Hatter oh. because I think okay, the Mad Hatter is just one of those characters where he's just so crazy. You never know what's going to happen with him. And it just, that craziness just caters to Halloween. So are yeah. we thinking the Johnny Depp Mad Hatter or the Edwin <laughs> Mad Hatter? No, the Edwin Mad Hatter. Okay, like, cool, cool. That dude is so much scarier. He's nice. Like, he, yeah, super crazy, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I would go with that one. Okay, cool, cool. Oh,
2: I like it. So good. Oh, I think man. I think if I did it, it would be Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yes. it would be like like corn maze kind of thing, and then you end up like on that wooden bridge at one point, and you could have some really <laughs> creepy, creepy moments there.
1: And then when you're walking around, you can't make any noise, or the monsters will get you. No, wait, that's a quiet place. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- diff- different, different, totally different, T- totally different. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love when we get a chance to brainstorm because then. <laughs> The juices get flowing, and then I realize what's actually there, and I think, "Why don't you make these experiences?" <laughs> you you for know us? why?
2: It's 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 always money. They just they haven't put the money into it.
1: I'll give them the ten dollars. <laughs> is that that's what it's, it's going to cost, us. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are going to be adding it to your pass in a few months when Galaxy's uh, Edge is going to be close to opening. Yeah. So there's yeah. a conversation I don't really want to have, but we're going to. Soon. <sighs> yep. Oh, way to bring us down, Hazen. (laughs) Bummer. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I think this whole Void thing and these experiences that are coming up are super cool. I am looking forward to this Ralph one that they're going to be doing. But the Marvel experience is definitely more up my alley. I know that Star Wars is totally up your alley more than Marvel. Gavin, but as much as you know, Star Wars isn't like my number one fandom, I still want to do this Void experience because I mm-hmm. appreciate what goes into creating these virtual reality experiences. And I know that if we ever had the chance again, totally not Disney, but if that Ghostbusters one ever came, dude, oh, I
2: yeah. want to do the Ghostbusters one. <laughs>
1: uh huh, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I think it's time to end this episode because uh, the more we keep talking about these VR experiences, the more I just want them to be available now. And and you know what? I want to throw this question out to the listeners. If you guys had like if there was like a voting mechanism or there was a way for us to tell Disney, hey, Disney, we want to see this VR experience in the park or at the void. Which property would you like to see As part of the Void experience, whether you've done it or not, you know, what would you like to see? We've already we've done Star Wars or they have Star Wars. We're going to be getting Wreck-It Ralph next and we're going to be getting some kind of Marvel experience coming next spring. What would you like to see next? I mean, we've, you know, Tron, right? But. I mean, right. what would you like to see next? Leave a comment and join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. Take two on this one. E
2: R S.
1: Nailed it. Hashtag <laughs> nailed it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh. I need a triangle to like. At
1: the very end. (laughs) Oh, we do. We need something. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That would be perfect.
0: Oh.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, before we end the episode, uh, we just want to remind you that this episode of Pocketeers, like many others, are brought to you by the generosity of our Fairy Godparents. But what's that? Oh, what is a Fairy Godparent? Well, Fairy Godparents are the people that help us out via Patreon Monthly with a contribution of at least $1 a month or more. And if you sign up for at least a contribution of $5, you also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, it's really simple to do. All you have to do is head on over to podcasterscom slash FGP for more information. Very soon, we're going to be adding another tier on Patreon so that you can sign up, which is also going to include a Fairy Godparent t-shirt.
2: So Ooh. you will be able to get wow, wow, wow. the
1: emblem that's on the button on a t-shirt for that tier we're still trying to determine uh what some of the other things uh in the mid tiers are going to be but I'm just throwing it out there because I like the design but that's because I designed it I'm a little biased but it just looks so good I just (laughs) I'll get one (laughs) it just looks so good so that's coming and uh, if you guys want to follow any of us on social media, you can head over to podcasterscom team. There you will find all of our personal social links, including our favorite Disney characters. Make sure that you leave a comment or tag us. If we match up with any of your favorite characters, we'd love to know. And uh, I mean, you know, we all know that mine's the best one because he's Wally. But anyway, I mean, I'm just <laughs> going to throw that out there. Uh, anything else guys, before we close up this episode?
2: Let's go play some nope. VR. Oh, I know,
0: for real. <laughs> I'm sorry I said nope right in the middle of that. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm not saying it to that.
1: <laughs> you know you want to go play some VR, Melissa. I do. Uh, oh my god, Melissa. What? Imagine walking through Halloween Town in VR uh, at DCA. Yeah. Can I
0: vote ah, for you,
1: then? <laughs> 100%. What can I say except you're welcome? For That VR oh, experience, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so I'm to end the episode. Here's the Beer Steers and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. <laughs> <My>. John lives. <laughs> Actually, would it's you say Flynn that it lives? Would you say that it's Flynn a legacy? Lives, yeah. Yes,
2: I would. <laughs>